on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark. Blondie there and Heart of Glass. And as we say every time, that probably is the longest outro in the whole wide world. But it's still quite nice, actually. You're listening to The Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark with myself, June Rollins, and also Rachel Repper. And we have our guest for this morning's show, Kerry Saxby who is with us now in the studio. Good morning, Kerry. Good morning, Jean. Right. And she's, I'm good, thank you, apart from uh, just one or two little minor glitches with the technical <laughs> side of things. But we are coping. You know, we, are, we are women. We can cope with these things. Yeah. women. Absolutely. <sighs> Rachel, you're going to take over, at least uh, for the first part of the chat with Kerry. Lovely. Help <laughs> I expected. I was waiting for June to jump in a minute. Now you've reflected this. I'm already <laughs> Oh, well, I wanted to have Kerry in because um, Kerry, for me, is a really modern every woman. Um, a little bit earlier, I was saying how many different things Kerry's involved with. So she's chairperson of Newark Business Club. She is PR for Shooting Stars Agency. She's involved in just about every single amateur dramatics society and operatic society in <laughs> Newark. And she also goes and builds schools in Zambia, not Ghana, as I said earlier. <laughs> it's so similar. Yeah, so, so, and you know, so, I, I, and I carry somebody I love spending time with. So I just wanted to start off by asking you what it is like being chairperson of Newark Business Club. It's, uh, it's really interesting, actually. I don't know quite what I was getting, what I was expecting when I took up the position, um, but I'd worked quite closely with Amy Codd, who was the previous chair, and she'd given me some insights into what to expect, but actually it's completely different. Is there? <laughs> yeah. I, I've never seen so many people talk to you like, can I just have a quick... And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much... But the great thing about Newark is there is so much going on. But being being the chair is a great opportunity to find out more about those things. And I'm quite nosy anyway, which has worked out really well <laughs> because I like finding out about these things. So more people... We've got a lovely charity sector, um, some really amazing businesses, independent retailers, and they all want to tell you how great what they're doing um, is, is going to be for the town. And so it's really good and because I'm nosy. I'm like, yes, tell me everything. So it's just at the minute it's just trying to manage all those all those conversations but uh, yeah it's nothing like what i expected it's brilliant we have quite a lot of our listeners who are involved in micro businesses is how i like to describe them. we've had quite a few guests on as well haven't we who we run, have indeed yes you know they run their own businesses um so you know mums that are at home dads as well you know um how do people who might run their own business, you know, they don't have a shop, they don't have offices, but they're working from home. Is there a role for Newark Business Club with those individuals? Yeah, and um, actually I talked to quite a few of my friends or uh, sort of sole traders or they've got their own businesses and they're doing it alongside raising a family or they've got a full-time job and they do their own thing on the side as well for like with an itsy shop. And I think Newark Business Club is a great place for them to come along to. They don't, if obviously time sensitive, that's fine. Um, but we've got a website and we've got um, social media pages. So if they've got news they want to share with us and the wider business community and the wider Newark community, then there's all those platforms that they can get involved in to save themselves time if they can't commit to coming to the monthly meetings. Um, but yeah, if, if they want to come along to the monthly meetings as well, I'm always first person to say, oh, have you got a new business in Newark? You know, Newark Business Club's on a first Friday of the month come along and say hello to us and even if they only come to the first one to introduce their business give out a few cards they're starting those networks aren't they because I think 
depending on what your business is you're going to have your own special markets but having the business community around you to support you and champion what you do is a really great thing yeah and i was going to ask you what what is it that you think people get out of being a member of new york business club it's definitely the wider network so um what i've been going for about three years now and i know people who people within the club know now and it, the, the network just grows and grows and it's knowing if i don't if i if i need something doing uh, professionally with my job I know that I can talk to somebody within that club and they'll, if they can't do it for me, they'll know someone who can. And that's the great thing about it. And you don't have to go and make friends with everybody, but by slowly building your network, you're making those connections and hopefully just doing business a little bit more easily. And if you can do it locally as well, it's great. For so it's probably a bit like um, being able to get the benefits of a large organisation, yeah. but without the politics exactly. of having to operate in a big corporate company. Yeah, that's what it's exactly like that. Yes, well put. Oh. You have not done a business on the site for us. Would you, would you like that as a tagline? <laughs> Oh, that's great. Fantastic. And then, so in addition to New York Business Club, you also work full time. I do, yeah. Never never out of trouble too much. Uh, but yeah, so uh, shooting star over in Lincoln, doing PR and marketing and digital. Uh, so yeah, that keeps me out of trouble for most of the time. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more to Carrie about the other multiple things that she does. Kylie Minogue and Stop Me From Falling. We were having a bit of a jig in the studio while we were listening to that one. You can't beat a bit of Kylie, can you girls? We love Kylie. We love Kylie. In fact, can't get you out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking to Kerry Saxby this morning and we've already heard a little bit about her involvement, her role with the Newark Business Club. We're going to move on to uh, strutting her stuff on stage, I think was the way I worded it on the website. Rachel. Yeah, so you're involved in giving up the guilt. Yes. So tell us about the production company and how this has all come about and what you're doing. Yeah, so the company is Stroke of Genius, community theatre company, um, run by Carolyn Drury, who I think is pretty well known in Newark as a drama... She is basically a drama in Newark, isn't she? She's yeah. uh, looking after all the kids doing knits and um, sort of the grown-up side of that, I suppose, is Stroke of Genius. Um, the story is a group of women who are part of a weight loss group and it's about all the strands of their lives and how they come together and how they overcome basically everyone feels guilty about the food that they eat and the, all that sort of stuff and it's about actually is it that important um it's um, it's a really good um really good show lovely music so music um has been produced and written by cliff mccardle and carolyn drury has actually written the, the piece giving guilt so yes it's very exciting to be part of it and the music is stunning i'm i'm prompting so my yep. son Fred is in it, um, but the music is just stunning and he the is. lyrics. I don't know how he does it. He just pulls it out of the bag. And um, we realised that two of the cast who've got beautiful singing voices, two of the male members of the cast, beautiful singing voices, haven't got a song. And he went away, uh, Cliff went away and just came up with a song. I don't know how he did it, but in a couple of weeks, had created one of the best songs in the show. Just sort of, I imagine, not off the cuff. I imagine it, quite a lot of work went into it. But it's incredible that he can do that. And it's, you've heard it yourself, the, the song that uh, Tony and John sing. It's just incredible. And he just threw that in because he felt, oh, maybe they do need a, a song towards the end. Crazy behaviour. I woke up Wednesday morning and I had a song stuck in my head and I realised it was from Giving Up the Guilt. Yes. And I'd been, it had been going over in my sleep. It's so catchy. <laughs> and I genuinely, I, I love musicals, Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. And I think he's uh, as talented, yeah. uh, Cliff is, Definitely. as uh, uh, Rice and, uh, and Webber. Yeah. I yeah. think we should pay attention to doing something more. Yeah. Every time he's not doing work, he should be away writing yeah. more songs for us. Absolutely. And I think, 
you know, Carolyn has got a, um, written in parts of her life into this yes. story. She always uses autobiographical <laughs> bits, doesn't she? She did that with a ton of bricks. Yes. And it really comes through. Exactly. A lot of the things in the Slimming World songs are things that she has heard or people have told her about. So I won't ruin it for you, but do come along and watch it. But you will notice if you've ever been to a Slimming Club, you'll pick the people out and the characters especially so i play rita who's the consultant and she is the most horrendous person i'm not saying that any slimming club <laughs> people are horrendous but she's she's picky and difficult and she's the sort of person who fits that role so perfectly but she's horrendous it reminded me of one of the little britain characters yes that's what just... yes <laughs> i think it was the one who manages the um uh, job centre. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, and I was in stitches. Uh, I mean, I have been in stitches during rehearsals. So, I really recommend it. Now, when when is it on, and where is it on? Well, I should tell you because we're actually touring around a little bit. So, um, it starts on the twenty second and the twenty third of June, seven thirty, and that's at the Magnus. So, two nights at the Magnus. Then we're going over to Muscombe Community Centre. That's on the twenty sixth of June, again at seven thirty, and then finally we're going to Claypole Village Hall on the twenty ninth and. 30th of June, also at 7.30. And tickets are £10. They are. And we are going to put on our website and our Facebook page how people can get hold of the tickets. I think I'm fairly certain it's already on there. Is it? Uh, But if it isn't, I'll check when I get home. Uh, I think if you look for a blog at the top of our website, you will find a link probably directly to the tickets. And if, if there isn't... When I get home, I'll put one on there. I will also change Ghana to Zambia. (laughs) Because Rachel led me astray. So here we are in the studio for Girls Around Town this Sunday morning. And as I keep saying, the sun is trying to come out. So with a bit of luck, by the time we leave here at 12 o'clock, we might be going out into sunshine. Yes, for the community activities. So we are going to carry on with our chat with our guests for this morning, Carrie Saxby. We've done the business club. We've done um, the guilty secrets of... um, (laughs) Slimming club, giving up the guilt. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And... What are we moving on to now, Rachel? Well, I thought it'd be quite interesting to hear about your experiences in Africa last year in Zambia, Kerry. You just managed to cover that, be like, while you were trying to figure out where I'd been. Yeah. <laughs> when you went <laughs> Which I earlier called uh, Gambia, but it isn't. In, uh, in Zambia. Yeah. Um, so, a bit of charitable activity and a really interesting trip. Tell us what you did. Okay. Um, well, we, my mother and I, along with a group of um, people from over in Arnold in Nottingham, um, decided to get together and go out to Zambia um, as part of the Mission Direct, one of the Mission Direct campaigns. Uh, so they're a Christian charity. Uh, they go out all over the world and try and improve an area or a community uh, that really needs some assistance. So uh, we went out in July last year um, and actually we, we did a market stall on Radio Newark came down and had a lovely little plug for us. So thank you very much for that. Um, so we, the main aim was um, we were going out to build an extra classroom for us, a really well attended school with children who actually want to learn, which was incredible. Uh, we then went over to a girls, um, sort of girls who'd been who somehow lost their families. One girl, I'll tell you the stories later, uh, but one of the girls had um, just been travelling with her grandma. Her grandma got sick and died on the way travelling to her house, I think. And the little girl didn't know where she came from, so she couldn't get back to her family. So she's living in like um, it's like a big community uh, of young ladies. And we built them an extra sort of recreation room, uh, maybe a laundry I think they're going to have as well. And actually, I saw an update on Facebook this week. They've just put the, finished putting the roof on it. So something we started last year, uh, the first team did the obviously the, the base layer. We built some of the walls. Another group built the rest of the walls. Another built the roof on top of it. And now it's nearly finished, so it's brilliant to be a part of that. Oh, and you did uh, lots of fundraising in advance. How much did you raise? Yes. Oh, my gosh, I can't even remember now. It was something like 1500 between me and Mum. 
Um, but our group raised about maybe £10,000 altogether. It was incredible. So with the idea of the fundraising was we needed to buy the actual stuff we were going to build with. So it was something like 9p a brick, which is insane if you think about it. So I was telling everybody, give me 10p. Give me 10p every, every month whilst I fundraise and that it'll help me to sort of build these walls, uh, walls for these children who need either a classroom or somewhere to live. Uh, so it was incredible, yeah. Was and what, what struck you most about being out in Zambia? It made me... It made me look at a lot of my own life and think, do I, the stuff I think I want, do I really want it and do I need it? Because these children had got nothing. So we took out quite a lot of aid with us. And the cra- the greatest thing was they went mad for loom bands. Do you remember when we all went crazy for loom bands? Yeah. And you could buy boxes and boxes of stuff. These kids had nothing. They had uh, fl- flip-flops that weren't proper flip-flops. They were made from bottles and tins and, and stuff like that. And that's incredible to see children with smiles on their faces, singing and being all happy and trying to impress you and enjoy playing skipping with you but then they have nothing and we got these loom bands out and their faces little i've never seen anything like it it was incredible and um, we also did a um like a music class when uh, my mum and one of our other colleagues mark did a music class and he had a thunder uh, stick yeah and it's like got a twizzly thing at the bottom and it makes it sound like thunder but to, to a child who's never seen it just it's like a tube and they were like what is this incredible noise with and he, he their faces when he he'd run up to them and, and had it to them they'd be like no no not me like it was going to explode it was just amazing and the, one of the best things was getting to see my mum uh, experience that and be part of it and lead a class doing singing or music and it was just incredible just incredible everyone should do it and do people still have the opportunity to contribute to this project yeah, yeah so the the sort of ongoing um legacy is you can still donate to um mission direct if you want to or you can donate to a different so we, they do it all over the world um, so if you find something that resonates with you either um, specifically for children or maybe for a young family uh, helping them build a house or a roof for their house um, then yeah, you can just donate via the Mission Direct website. And you got any plans to go out again or have any more big adventures supporting? Yeah, well, before I went, I was like, this is going to be a once in a lifetime thing because it, it costs quite a lot to go out there and obviously we had to do the fundraising and I felt like we'd probably ask people to give enough the first time. But then whilst I was there, I was like, when can I come back? Can I just stay here? Because the, the work they do is, is ongoing and there's so many problems um, out, out in, well, specifically the one we went to in Lusaka <laughs> that I wanted to stay and fix it and you can't fix it in a, in a weekend can you so maybe go back again and have another adventure but my mum also said no it's just a once in a lifetime and by the time we come back she was like so when are we going again <laughs> so we might we've given it a break this year but we might go back those next year so we were talking earlier about the fact that you're also chair of newark business club is newark business club involved at all in any charitable activities we do our best to um sort of support the local charities in newark um we as i said earlier we've got all the social um media platforms so if somebody from a local charity has something they need to tell us and they can put them on there and share it with our network but we also often invite people in uh, from charities to let us know a little bit especially if they're new um, i think there was a there was a new guy uh, turned up a couple of months ago i feel terrible now because i can't remember which charity he was from but it was really interesting i think it was around mental health but it wasn't new of mind um, and so we were really interested to hear more from him but yeah so if, if people have something they need to tell us they're more than welcome to come along and, uh, and give us a shout fantastic and of course your background is pr yeah so you find <laughs> so you find that useful in your role as well definitely yeah i think it's it makes it easier for me to talk to people i guess and because i'm nosy i'm like what's going on what's your business about how can we help um but yeah i, I suspect sort of spotting opportunities is really good as well and i do that um through my job anyway i've worked with quite a few people from new business club uh, spotted opportunities for them and sort of pass that information on so hopefully helping helping them improve their business brilliant so we're back in the studio with Kerry Saxby, who is a PR um, expert.
expert and also chair of Newark Business Club, uh, all round uh, uh, general every woman, raising money for charity, building schools in Africa, and also um, an artiste on the stage. I think so, don't we? Yes. <laughs> so um, let's go back to the drama because I think everybody in the studio, we've just found out June is a bit of a a bit of an actor-singer, which I didn't know. So, in, in days gone by. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't have time these days. <laughs> Sorry? the right price, would you come back? <laughs> <laughs> just go back on the stage listen to No, it's like Elvis. <laughs> um, so, um, so actually, we've got three thespians yes. in the room. I said that very carefully. <laughs> uh, so, um, we were just saying that... Uh, Drama and theatre is a fantastic thing, not only for us to be involved in as adults, but also for kids. Um, And Kerry's in Giving Up the Guilt, um, which has been written by Carolyn Drury. Carolyn also runs Nearly Instant Theatre, which you've been involved in for quite a long time, haven't you, Kerry? Well, I used to, when I was a child, I used to be one of the Knits kids. Uh, I think we did Knits Under the Sea, as I think, as I was a child. Um, But yeah, it's absolutely extraordinary. And I remember at the time thinking, this is what I want to do. This is... I want to definitely be centre stage, singing, dancing and acting my heart out. Um, and I think with the way Carolyn puts it together, I think she really her passion for the theatre is, is really infectious. So the more you see her passionately saying, right, no, we're going to do this and this is the direction, uh, the more you want to get involved. And obviously they do uh, knits is uh, like a week long. So they do everything in that week, including the props, the music, uh, the story and all the, all the scenes. And the kids, I think it's really important that they let the kids um, be part of the creative process as well. And they it's clear that they absolutely adore it i suppose you know from first-hand experience when you've seen fred yes my son uh, my son fred has been involved in nearly instant theater for several years now and has got a real passion for it as a consequence um and carolyn has got a really great team that works with her they 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 go into different age groups um so from really young kids uh sort of about four or five i think they have um up to teenagers doing a levels um and each each appropriate age group has its own sub story which they develop as you were saying so um carolyn has got um nearly instant theater sessions coming up for the summer holidays hasn't she yes i have been very officially told this morning uh knits goes to italy is happening between uh, the 30th of july and the 3rd of august and so anybody who's interested in sending their kids along to it um, and it's not in italy it's not in italy, italy. So don't, worry about the, don't worry about that as an expense no, um, no it's it's in newark but they go to italy in their minds Mind. yes um so yes um, and i've been sent the website if that all right for me to say so it's uh, nearly instanttheater.com or you can give carolyn a call and i'm assuming her phone number's on there or dropping them an email at nearly instant at gmail.com um, that is all the information I've been... No, wait. Improvised and devised. Original, original musical in a week in the summer holidays. So go and book your kids onto that. Whilst your kid's there, you could have a week off. You could go do something nice. You could go to, <laughs> you could go to Italy. <laughs> and it's really cheap as well. And, and, and the lovely thing about it is the um, final day, the parents mm. and uh, as many people can come along to watch the performance yeah. that the, the kids have devised. Which is quite out, isn't it? It's giving yeah. the children the confidence and letting them perform what they've been working on. They're so proud of, I guess. Yeah. To, 
the members of their family, but also um, people who are just interested in watching theatre. Yeah. And we've had a whole series of guests on, really, haven't we, talking about building confidence for both adults and children. Um, we've had Paula Drakeford uh, talking about uh, using dance, stratology, to find your inner diva. Um, we had a lovely lady whose name escapes me who was talking about oracy, helping kids learn... Cathy Mellor, was that one? Yeah, Cathy Mellor. I think Mella. it was, yes. Yeah. How, to, how to talk um, eloquently and have confidence standing up and speaking, because that is so important. You must see that Newark Business Club. Yeah. Maybe I need some of those lessons, because I don't think eloquently you... <laughs> is, is the next thing on my list of things to achieve. I don't think you need that, <laughs> Kerry. But yeah, and I think it is so important, um, as, as Cathy was saying, for social mobility. So opportunity for all of the mums and dads out there to get their kids involved in, in devising backstage uh, the, the drama sessions near Lincoln Theatre. And giving up the guilt, do you want to just give us those dates again Sorry. and the locations? Because it starts this week in Magnus School, 22nd and the 23rd. So you've already been tested. I know, I'm giving you time to find then the poster. <laughs> yes, so Magnus, uh, this week, 22nd and 23rd, starts at 7.30. Um, Magnus, so then, then we're going over to Muscombe Community Centre on the 26th. And then Claypool Village Hall, finally, on the 29th and 30th. You can get the tickets on the door or you can have a look at the website, which I think will be your guys' website, uh, and get the tickets from there. Yes, Yay. brilliant. So, yes, if you go to the Girls Around Town website, www.girlsaroundtownonline.com, there is a blog at the top of the homepage, which is trailing today's interview with Kerry, and on there you'll find a link to get your tickets for giving up the guilt. Um, and, as I say... There is also reference to the wrong country, which I will put up. <laughs> Don't get. keep it. It makes oh. you sound like I've been very <laughs> Are you going to put the picture up of you with your before and after as your character in Giving Up the Guilt? Because that's pretty impressive, it isn't is, it? It is, yes. Uh, I will, I'll do it as my profile picture on um, all my platforms, maybe the middle of this week, because I don't want to do the spoilers, because it is absolutely harrowing. I'll show you later, Julie. <laughs> Am I not allowed to tell them what they've done to you? They, I, I pre I'm playing a woman who used to be 20 stone and who is now 12 stone. And I once, in my actual real life, was once quite chunky, and but they've gone the next level. Uh, it's horrendous. But but well done, Rita, for losing all that weight. Yeah, and great photoshopping. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping the poster and being like, look how well I've done, guys. I'm keeping that forever, yeah. California there from the Eagles and another one with a very lengthy outro or um, quite a long uh, instrumental ending anyway but one of Rachel's if not <sighs> the favourite piece of music it is my favourite I've got such a lot of memories from this I used to play pool in the Smuggler's Den pub in Morecambe with my grandfather <laughs> from about <laughs> that kind of sounds a bit creepy <laughs> from about the age of about seven he uh, every day when i used to go up and visit in morecambe he used to walk to the post office and then on his way back go into the smuggler's den and of course uh, being the generation this, we're talking about 1970s he would always wear a th three-piece suit with a cap and he would have a half of a lager and a whiskey chaser to go with it and I would go up to the jukebox and I would put Hotel California on and then we would play pool together so that was my sort of first memories of this song really and when we were traveling around the world um, 18 months well nearly two years ago we left Hotel California as a song kept coming up so we were on a boat outside Ontario and there was a three-piece band and they were taking requests and they did Hotel California and they did the most fantastic dramatic display <laughs> of this they just brought the boat to life so I've got a lovely little video of that 
and we had a playlist that when we were in hire cars we would uh, have on through the radio and hotel california i just remember driving through california um across countryside in canada through the rockies with hotel california playing so um yeah i just love it and it's it's just full of memories and i was back in different places and different times in the studio as that was just playing now so that was the blank look on your face. You, you were I was, in Yeah, you were, you, were, you were sort of chatting to me, but I really wasn't it listening. Wasn't going in. <laughs> I was somewhere else. <laughs> right, talking about being somewhere else, we need to be somewhere else in about 10 minutes' time because Craig will be wanting to move into the studio to bring you his lunchtime show. Before that, we've got time when, uh, as we head up to the news for one more song and a reminder about a couple of things you can do this weekend and also what we're going to be doing next week. So that one more song is from Sean Mendes. Quick reminder for you, there are plenty of things to see and do in the town centre today. It is the Newark Festival. So, um... Are we going? I would love to go, but I can't. I'm prompting for the rehearsal for giving up the guilt that we were talking about <laughs> earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, for everybody out there, free festival afternoon Indeed. down at the Riverside, which is brilliant. And an opportunity, of course, to see some of the Radio Newark presenters, including Craig, who will be going off down there fairly soon after his show. Yep. I'm guessing Barnby the Monkey will be there. Usually yes, is for yes. events like this, yes. Um, and, of course, all the other guys getting involved, comparing, presenting, um, things going on down on Riverside Park. Bands. Live music bands. Uh, performances, all sorts of things. And no doubt food and drink, because there always is, things like these, isn't there? And, and then and the food festival yeah. in the centre of town. So, lots to do here in Newark today. Don't forget the fireworks, by the way. Oh, yes, that's right, of course. Yes, we just checked with Craig on this one, and right at the very end of the night tonight... Fireworks finale. We love our fireworks in Newark, don't we? We do. Well, apart we do. from my dogs don't like yes, it. Yes, yes. It's not yeah. so good for the animals, obviously, but uh, <laughs> the peeps in Newark love their fireworks. Uh, I can... Um, I, I'm just far enough, or just n near enough, I suppose, is, is the right uh, word, to... The riverside park at home that i can hear the fireworks obviously i can't see them because there's far too much in uh, too many buildings and whatever in the way but i can always hear the fireworks yeah. at the end of events down at riverside park i do actually quite like a firework myself you know i used to love when we put on uh, when i was involved with the district council and i was putting on events in either the marketplace or on riverside park and stand with all the crowds and ooh and ah oh. to my heart's content um and also breathe a sigh of relief because that usually meant that the event was over and we could oh, relax yes. after a busy weekend so that is all going on um the rest of today here in newark next week on the show right it's you and me i think isn't it Rachel? it is yes I'm it's in. you and me right and we have two guests next sunday we are going to be talking to becky dobb now you'll remember becky she was with us a few weeks ago when we talked in great detail about that wedding the royal wedding yes indeed so becky was one of our uh, guests on that particular weekend we also have penny bryant joining us and penny's been on the show before as well i think with rosalyn if i remember rightly we are going to be talking to them from the perspective of running your own 
micro business is that not right yeah so becky um is a voiceover artist and she is self-employed she's got her own little studio at home and she branched out doing this um just a, a few months ago um decided to give up work wanted a different lifestyle and has been really successful so she's now um on a couple of ads that are running uh tv and radio i understand plus she's doing corporate uh, uh tutorials uh, so she's been really successful. So looking forward to hearing about that. That's right. And Penny is a life coach and she's just about to uh, launch a new workshop uh, come... Uh, I can't think of the word for it. Um, oh, my brain's gone. But she, she's, <laughs> she's launching a new initiative anyway. And she is going to give us the first heads up about it. Nobody else will have heard the detail yet. So she's going to be spilling the beans next sunday on girls around town we also will possibly be hearing from a phone in guest about an event taking place early july at carriages so that's all to come next week we're just about to hand over to craig because he's got a couple of hours here in the studio before he heads on down to take part in what's going on at the newark festival we will we will be with you next week enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a good week we